motherfucker that only sleeps too It doesn't matter just what I do The more you wash up in the farther away it gets And I'm spending all my time thinking about this And now I'm writing it down Cause I'm hoping it'll stick Welcome to They Them Theirs, a monthly non-binary discussion podcast. We're here, we're queer, let's talk about shit. My name is Rain, my pronouns are they, them. My name is Casey, my pronouns are they, them. Hey Casey. Hi Rain, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Happy 2021. Oh yeah, happy 2021. Yeah, did you, um, what did you do for New Year's, anything? I laid on the floor in front of the space heater and I looked at gravy and I fell asleep at 9 p.m. It was perfect. <laughs> I, what did you do? I love that. Me too. <laughs> I really, really love that. Oh, God, I wish I had a cat. Do you want me to send the picture that I took of her as I was falling asleep? Please. Okay. I'll get my phone off of my desk. Let's see, what did I do? I think I was probably watching JoJo with Alec. Nice. Over the internet. And then I probably read and fell asleep. I don't actually remember because who? <laughs> how could I have had, like, what kind of memorable night could I have had? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some of Carta's friends did, like, a karaoke night and Carta just, like, tuned in to watch. And I think that's very sweet. That's fun. Yeah. Did you make any resolutions? Absolutely not. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah yeah that's like a pretty silly thing to do uh i i don't think it's silly i know what it does to my brain i make goals every year so i don't really consider those resolutions i just make like a list of goals and i pin it to the wall and i feel like looking at that every day helps you yeah damn achieve it i mean I, i'm not saying like i i cr- do them all. Like one of my goals was uh I wanted to I was like I'm gonna do a poster for Smash Mouth and then they like had a concert during COVID and I like just took that right off my list. You know, like not everything's attainable. Sometimes people are COVID deniers and you can't work for them. So that is an incredible story. <laughs> <laughs> You're like sometimes you have to let your dreams go because Steve from Smash Mouth although he eats pussy, as we all know, doesn't think that COVID is real (laughs) and put people's lives in danger with his ignorance. So, yeah, you know. (laughs) Uh, That's a beautiful goal. I really, really love that. They would have been really lucky to have you, I think. Thank you. Yeah. It's really stupid that I was like, making resolutions is silly because I stopped drinking on New Year's Eve. 2019 Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i have not had a drink since so congratulations yeah i can obviously happy for you proud of you like and this year i started making like weekly patreon posts and though i've only made three i'm pretty like pretty pretty good about my ability to do so um so obviously there's something about january the first that I can use to trick my brain into thinking that that um, some new horizon has has come. Yeah, it's like it's it's a deliciously uh, fake little new chapter. Yes, for, yeah. for you to do. It, it feels like a like a new pair of underwear for your brain for the year. 
my mech has been repaired. I can climb back in. Mm, yes. Yeah. The, f- the, f- the fluid that uh, connects me to the, the simulation <laughs> has been refreshed. Oh. They've scooped all the crinkly little bits out. <laughs> the crinkly little bits. Yeah, you know, it just it it accumulates your, your fingernails like and hardened oils. Yeah, and yeah, your tears and hair. Oh my the, god, the scum off the top of my tank. Nobody ever talks about that in Evangelion. I can't fucking believe it. That's. <laughs> I mean, I guess they drain the whole thing every single time. They don't skim shit. You've seen you've seen Evangelion, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love the episode where Shinji just be, like disappears into the goo. Where he just gets <laughs> in the robot. Oh. And he, where he just disappears into the goo and like Misato is just like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> She's like so fucked up the whole time. She's like, I need my fake son back. It's really traumatic when your boy disperses into the goop. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I nobody, love that show. Oh, I love that. Would handle that well. I love that show beyond reason. It puts me in a bad a, a bad place psychically, and I can I don't do it to myself frequently. But I really, it puts me I'm, in. I feel amazing. I, I feel amazing I after I watch it. Oh, I'm just like. I've, I have that like emotional sponge where it, whatever I'm reading or watching, I'm just like, well, that's a situation I'm in. I have to go climb into the robot. My mother is dead. This is my life. I don't want to make Ray do it again. That's how my brain feels. And then I just <laughs> I don't want to wanna like... make my. Oh, I don't want to do. I don't want to do even Gellian spoilers. <laughs> Oops. Uh, everyone knows there's robots. Oh god. Yeah. Wait, I didn't so spoil good. anything. No, I was talking about me. I was about to spoil stuff. Okay. Steal Please. yourself. What an incredible show. I have this t-shirt that I bought from Uniqlo for $6. It's an Evangelion t-shirt. It says, like, Unit 01 Berserk. You know, it's got the robot and he's screaming. And then... He's doing the the mouth yell. Yeah, it's mm -hmm, really good. Beautiful. It's a beautiful... Like, the shirt itself is a very nice shirt. And... Mm. On the sleeves are, there's like screen printed those safety stripes that are everywhere. Yes. Even Gellion. And then I just noticed this detail the other day. There's a oh. teeny tiny tag on the side mm? that has no purpose except to look like an entry plug. Like it's just a <gasps> little tag that's like embroidered and looks like an entry plug. It's so beautiful. That's amazing yeah six dollars some exquisite detail it was like when i noticed that i was just like i'm in love with a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt my favorite chuck tingle novel (laughs) i just climb into it it's bore actually it's all bore if a shirt wore pants, would it wear them like this or like this Hmm. (laughs) if a shirt wore pants I think the only anime shirts I have are, I've got a Totoro shirt, a Kiki shirt, uh, Howl's Moving Castle, and Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. I know enough to clarify. That's a good, that's a, um, that's a good crop. Yeah. That's a good crop of shirts. Let's see. Um, You know, here's something. Coming into 2020, I definitely had zero. And now I have... 2021 was truly like my year of reversion. Like I really became like a 
13-year-old boy. You came back around the loop. Yeah, actually, the other day I was, like, watching Ranma, like, I, I was, like, binging binging Ranma and eating popcorn, mm-hmm. which is, mm. is exactly what I would do every day after school when I was, like, 13. Mm-hmm. The dub and everything, and it was just, like, felt so good in such a weird way. I want to do that. That sounds really good. Uh, I love Ranma so much. I'm mostly thinking about the popcorn, but yeah, I love. I also oh, love Ranma. It's really school, good. In high school, it was kettle corn. I would make a whole bag of kettle corn and eat the whole thing. It was just like such pleasure. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Shit. I'm going to have to put that on my grocery list. Ranma is so good. If you're non-binary, you should watch Ranma. You will walk away thinking Ranma has no idea what he has. <laughs> Yeah. Rama does yeah. not appreciate his beautiful gift. <laughs> I've told you I've told you my story about the Rama VHS, right? Maybe. That sounds a little way more of a loaded story than it really is. Um but I would, you know, go to Blockbuster, uh trick my parents into letting me rent uh Rama VHSs, and then I would watch them upstairs in the office with the door almost shut. And there was one night I was trying to watch it. And it was like an episode or maybe like a movie I had never seen before. And I was really stoked about it. And the tracking was all messed up. Mm -hmm. And I could not get the tracking on the VHS to look good. And so for those of you who are too young, that just means it was like a bunch of lines on the screen. And I couldn't see the picture good. I could not see the anime. Yeah, and you have to like click the the channel buttons to try it's something about mine, like the speed that the tape is running at. Yeah, mine had like little um, textured wheels mm. that you had to do like back and forth. So, like a a spring baby fool, like a baby baby brain, I asked my dad to help me with the tracking, and he got it right just as Girl Ranma is running topless across the beach and a. Akane is chasing her, and he was like, "Oh, you've tricked me! I know into, he, into okay. letting you rent this." Okay, for one thing, I know the OAV you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that I just looked at him and said, "It's art." <laughs> and, like, Are you serious? Did you really? Yeah, because uh, literally, like right outside that room, they had this like wooden piece of art they had a bunch of art in the house growing up that had titties on it like oh. it was not f- it was not photorealistic art but there was like well neither is rob oh my god uh gravy just jumped on me and scared the shit out of me i was like oh i'm sorry dad um <laughs> <laughs> oh the guilt runs deep um gravy got a yeah, psychic no- message from your father <laughs> <laughs> yeah no there was a I think it was like painted driftwood or something. It was like this. It was like a piece of wood. They didn't make it. it I think they bought it or it was received as a gift. I don't actually know. It was such a weird piece of art. But yeah, it definitely had like very crudely painted breasts. You know, like I'm talking like a W. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, there was like another painting. In as the a house. kid, that would have been enough for me. It really didn't do anything because honestly, the face was kind of scary. Uh, mm. And it was like, it was, yeah, I don't know. There was nothing. It was not hot. It was not hot art. It was just like. It wasn't a hot piece of driftwood. <laughs> no, it was. 
It was like when you accidentally open the bathroom door on someone. Like, that's not hot. You're just like, ah! Sorry. Oh, yeah. It's like that kind of feeling. Actually, I have just... something... Wait. Wait, no. What do you have? Well, I was just going to say, I have something to say about seeing people going to the bathroom. Oh, I would love to hear it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, you must know um, incredible cross-sections, yeah? No. What? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, there's this man who I've never looked up, so I have no idea how problematic it is to stay in him. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Stephen Beastie, and he's a watercolor artist who does these cross-sections okay. for a publishing company called DK. And growing up, I had incredible cross-sections in my house. I could spend hours staring at it. Like, there was, like, a castle. They were, like, so detailed. You know, there, there were all these, like, facts and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm looking I'm looking at it now, and this explains so much about your art. If you had this growing up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, my God. I could, I could oh, spend, my God. I could spend an hour just staring at one of these things. This is, I'm ordering this. I, yeah, I just ordered three of them. Like, I have, I have my old one at home. At my parents' house, but I like don't. Uh-huh. I don't know when the hell I'm going to be able to get it, so I just like ordered a new one. Um. Oh my god. Yeah, they fucking. I oh, I just spent hours with them. But as a child, this, as this a child, Richard scary. Richard scary for grown-ups over here. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. As a child, I was always like really really fascinated by the fact that in almost every one of these illustrations there is someone taking a shit hell yeah and that tradition continues across all of his books like i (laughs) i bought three of his books the other day incredible cross sections more incredible cross sections which is not as good (laughs) also one that's just about a castle and that one that's the one i'm looking at right now i'm like why would you buy any of the other ones um that one's pretty good yeah, so it's cool. like if you want to learn about castle life, it's like really excellent. I mean, this is how I do historical research. I don't read articles. I look at like books made for children. These are I even incredible have like books. Do you know who Terry Deary is? No, please educate me. <laughs> he writes these really annoying books called like horrible histories. Mm-hmm. And he's British, and like the entire thing is so obnoxiously written because it's like every single sentence of fact is paired with the sentence of like joke about fact because it's written that way. Every single joke is like incredibly lazy and stupid, mm-hmm. but they are informative. And I have a <laughs> I have an entire box set of horrible histories. So wow. the other day I was reading crazy Celts or whatever. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and next i'll go on to like amazing egyptians and stuff like that it's just about like ancient all sorts of like ancient uh societies and then of course there are many many books about british royal houses because um mm. it's a british book series and you can tell by the terrible humor <laughs> yeah anyways that's how i that's how i do all research that's where i get all my inspiration from man that's really good God, I love that shit. I love ancient civilizations. Ancient and medieval. Anyways, do you watch a lot of television? Um, it depends on what you mean by television. Uh, <laughs> like a t- like t- TV shows? Uh, I guess not a ton. 
I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube mostly. Mm. What do you watch on I, YouTube? Um, I watch some some streaming. Like I watch some of that on Twitch too, but you, pretty much everyone streams um when I'm sleepy. Uh so I usually just watch it on their YouTube channels later um cuz I can't stay awake past 9 p.m. anymore. So like people playing video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I well those I usually like mostly have on in the background while I'm drawing or like cooking or something like that. Um, we watch Taskmaster a lot lately. That one's really fun. I'm writing that anno- down. Kind of annoying. <laughs> it's really funny though. Uh, we watched all of Alone recently. Anything that's like you have to go outside and live reality TV shows, we'll watch any of those. <laughs> and then I watch a bunch of Japanese channels of people opening little gachapon toys or <laughs> cooking cooking little Japanese uh, candies that look like little meals or that they're made of jelly. Oh my god, I had one of those once and it was Yeah. It was Pucci. It was Pucci so cooking. Well, I it was like a little kit. Mm-hmm. It was a little kit to make like gummy sushi. Yeah. And it was so fun and it was so delicious. Yeah, I watch a lot of those. Oh yeah, and like min- miniatures. Cafe Press. I that was like it was like five years ago now or something that Cafe Press happened. Right. Probably yeah. probably longer. Maybe. I gotta look that up. I, I find that all all his stuff very comforting. It is really good. Yeah. And cooking shows. Cook watching cooking shows and stuff on YouTube has helped me cook infinitely more than reading recipes. Because, like, if I don't... If I can't see a visual Mm -hmm. representation of what it is supposed to look like at every stage, like, telling me that the food is done when it turns brown, like, ruins me. (laughs) I'm like, I need a... You need to give me, like, a Pantone number if you're going to tell me the food is done when it's brown. I... My brain is too smooth for that instruction to work. Yeah, um, I totally get that. Yeah, and it's like I, I like I have a I have a thermometer. You know, I have multiple thermometers. I've got like a chart pinned to the side of the not pinned, uh, with a, like a magnet on the side of the fridge. Like I'm a I'm aware of how you're supposed to check, but it still gets me. I really <laughs> like I really like someone showing me all of the steps. Yeah, same when. Tasty by BuzzFeed debuted. I was in one of the deepest depressions of my life, and it was just like <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. No, no, it's totally fine. Um, I survived. Um, but it was like the only content that I could handle, and I would even watch it like on a huge television, and it just looked like shit, right? Because it's like <laughs> square and meant to be watched mm-hmm. on Facebook. <laughs> But I was just like, yes, oh, that's what you can do with mayonnaise. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so many uses for crescent rolls. Holy shit. You can turn so many foods into a ring. <laughs> the other day, Jacob was yelling about uh, mayonnaise tasting bad and like, why couldn't they make it out of something else and make it taste better? And I was losing my entire mind. <laughs> like, it's eggs. It's just eggs. Mayonnaise is one of the most delicious things ever invented. I would know. I, uh, yeah. I love it. It's so good. I do too. We're both white and we love mayonnaise. <laughs> how do you feel about how do you feel about Miracle Whip? Terrible. Get that shit out of here. 
I think it's okay sometimes. It's not. It's not mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. It's that's definitely like, not mayonnaise. That's like calling Cool Whip whipped cream. Like it's Ugh. not. It's something else. It's yeah. Oh, it's... I speaking of speaking of which, I saw you like tweet retweeting stuff about Halo Top. Did I? Weren't you? Did I dream this? I think I might might have liked something. There's um a podcast called uh, Maintenance uh, Phase. Yes, this that is I really what I was like. referring to. And they did an episode on Halo Top that I actually have not listened to. But... Okay, but have you eaten it? No. Okay, damn. Why? It's really bad. <laughs> what? It's, I, is it, like, it it's, low it calorie? Feels, yeah, it's one of those things where it's... I, I think my mom bought it once. She likes to... Because I'm lactose intolerant and she refuses to accept that I accept the pain and the discomfort <laughs> and just like, you know, the two hours I'm going to be in the bathroom if I eat something really good or whatever. Like, I'm over it. I've just given up. I don't care anymore. But I think she bought Halo Top for me once and it was like, none, none calories, not actually ice cream, but like a cold, a cold little treat for you kind of premise. Um, just get like an the, Italian ice. It's the ice. LaCroix of ice cream. Just get an Italian ice, you know, if like that. That's, yeah. If you're so afraid of eating a thing. I mean. Make a fruit smoothie. I don't know. It's if you can't eat other things, I guess there's probably tasty versions, but it really, I don't know if you've ever eaten something where it's like your mouth is biting down, but you feel like there's nothing in there, and you're just like, what the hell is happening inside my mouth right now? Um, I, uh, when I was in high school, I exclusively subsisted on diet food, so I know exactly the feeling you're mm. describing. <laughs> okay, yes. I've, like, I have... Kind of like weird styrofoamy bites. I have had every kind of shitty diet ice cream. I have not had Halo Top because it came out it came out after it came out after i started going to therapy (laughs) so i have not had it otherwise i'd be all over it i am sure because it's like cute it's a cute design yeah it is i hate that their their slogan is that actually tastes like ice cream and it's like you no i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah but it's, it doesn't it's, it's legal actually to, that that kind of phrase is like of course you can say that because it doesn't mean anything <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't actually mean anything you can it doesn't mean anything like anyone can argue any that truth. it actually tastes like ice cream like <laughs> yeah anyone could say it tastes like some ice cream they had once yeah so does like it doesn't but oh, you can say that yeah so does like a crumb of a vanilla wafer it kind of tastes <laughs> like vanilla ice cream like it sort of it's like a thought vanilla ice cream had <laughs> do they have um arnie's over there is that uh is it you're talking about like the bakery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like it's like for Dutch old people. No. Okay. They don't have them over there. All right. So they've done a weird rebrand recently. It's one of those restaurants that's um got way too many food items, doesn't use a lot of seasoning, is constantly full of elderly people, much like a Russ's, uh, mm. something like that. If anyone's familiar, Russ's. Uh, Russ's food is perfect. I've 
you can't say it's under it's so good i i haven't eaten at a Russ's probably in 20 years so whatever i, ca- I cannot <laughs> i cannot recommend Russ's enough it's it's delicious and you can feed a family of four for like $25. You can buy a feast for like $25 at Russ's. That's probably true. I'm not disparaging Russ's. I'm they disparaging have... Arnie's. Right. My point is that right. they, right. Have, I... okay. they have rebranded. Mm-hmm. They've rebranded, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're called like Beer City Bread Co. And they're trying to look all sexy and young and hip. That sucks. Yes, it's very funny and confusing. Sounds like venture capital got involved. I'm sure that it's been involved since day one at that company. I don't know. I'm talking down my ass about that. I don't know the history of Arnie's. I'm sure it's been around forever, and it probably started in Holland out of a windmill or something. (laughs) But they have started a new campaign. I'm sure windmills were involved. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. They're still up. They still have them over there. Well, they still have them in Holland, Michigan, too. Um, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Holland, Michigan. Yeah, okay. I do have to specify that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a billboard that I have to see every day, multiple times, on my way to and from work. And it says, best happy hour in town, in quotes. And then the quote is attributed to everyone. Hmm. Best and- happy hour in town. Everyone. I don't think you can do that. It makes me really upset. I, um... Voted best brunch in America. Everyone. There is just, like, a little bit of text beneath it that's, like, barely Mm -hmm. visible that says, like, everyone we asked in our own office. (laughs) (laughs) That was a long walk to talk about a sign that I hate, but I will take many long walks to talk about signs i don't think i won't go into this but the bank of ann arbor has some of the most annoying advertisements i've ever seen in my life and they're everywhere (laughs) god beer city bread co that is just so like i'm pretty sure yeah and it's like it's like black and white and sans serif and everything oh i hate it god i don't i don't know why they did it is it a gastro pub? <laughs> <laughs> Blah. It. Oh, oh my God. They completely gutted the inside and they made it look completely like for young people now. People. People. <laughs> this blows. Does this mean you don't get a free cupcake with your meal anymore? <laughs> that's an that was like that's oh, an incredible that. deal and i'm it's so good sure they've gotten rid of it that, that's like, a huge bummer that's so funny like people are so desperate to like, appeal to millennials because they're like fuck someone's gotta have money right i'm i'm putting it in studio a chat please look at this i need you to see how can i you gotta find me an old picture Oy! hey this kind of looks nice i don't hate this they got ya. I, mm, ugh, this is definitely a new menu, right? Well, actually, I don't know. It's like all fusion. That's definitely a Cuban cheeseburger on crinkly bread, fresh fruit. Ooh, they got fried chicken. 
Okay. I can't find a picture of the inside that isn't like weirdly a hotel or nautical. <laughs> like all of the all of these insides are like way too Oh wait, 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 wait. I found it, I found it, I found it, I found it, I found it. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Are you so are you sure? Yes. What? Oh. Am I sure what? <laughs> are you sure are you sure this is this is a uh, Arnie's rebrand and not like Arnie's is gone, this is the new thing um in the spot i will double i will double check but you can there are some pictures there oh man this looks infinitely better i like how it's got three out of five stars yeah i've um i've never been here but i have seen the billboard not the billboard that you were talking about but like the old arnie's billboard it always looked Mm -hmm. great looks great to me oh my god you know what i might be like wait 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 here we go. I'm going into Reddit. <laughs> Start is archived. Sorry, someone posted a picture of a soup lid, like a plastic yeah. lid in their soup bowl. Hell yeah, Ew. that's hilarious. It is Arnie's, but it's a brand new name and menu. The grandson of the owner of Arnie's is rebranding the restaurant. Ah, there you go. Yep, 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 yep. The yep, grandson yep. of the owner. <laughs> so that makes perfect sense. It, that's exactly what it looks like. I, I'm so sorry we're spending so much time talking about this. Joe, please cut all of this Arnie's Arnie's chat out. Every everything that's about Dutch food, please just cut it out. No. But have you been to De Boer's? That shit rules. No. Is that <gasps> next to Bill Knapps or something? What is oh, it? No, it's in Holland. De Boer's Bakery. You gotta go sometime. It's got like incredible baked goods and like breakfast and it's just, it's phenomenal. I can't recommend it enough. Everything is delicious. My friends got some donuts delivered recently. You, They ordered them the night before, and they got delivered the next day, and they were still hot. And I was <gasps> like, where'd you get them from? The place is called Bro, Bro's Dough. Bro-dos? Bro-do? Bro-do. Like bro? Like hey bro? Do-bros. Dope. Yeah. Oh, dough bros. <laughs> yeah, like the Mario, like the Mario Bros, but they have dough. Yeah. Wink, 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 wonk, wink, yeah. wonk. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving on from uh, from Arnie's donuts, donuts. God, I want donuts. Bros, bros, doughs. I do too. From God. donuts, bros, and ugly restaurant rebrands, which we've already talked about. By the way, R.I.P. Family Video. <sighs> feels so bad it's i feel so bad it is your fault and you should feel bad it is my fault i do feel bad i'm sorry i couldn't rent enough dvds i don't drink anymore but i would love to see a dive bar go in to one of the old locations i would love that too i would love for all of the drinks to be named after movies Oh my god, yes. Someone who like loves family video and makes a family video bar. Oh, they've got the fucking trivia questions or like the, That'd be really the quote. Good. Was it Oh all the TVs would still be up in the in the ceilings playing old movies. Oh yeah. Someone just do this. Free idea. Free idea. If oh I... you know speak actually speaking of which Open I a bar learned... right now. Ha ha ha. Please don't. I learned this fact while I was looking up how many family videos closed because I saw one article that said 300 and I was like, whoa, Indiana. 
Um, but it was like two fifty, I think. Uh, there's one blockbuster that is still open in Ohio. It is, yeah, because it's personally owned. I love that. Someone is just like, I'll do it. I will keep it alive. <laughs> I will be the keeper. Yeah, I. I mean. I doubt it'll happen for Family Video, but maybe. I mean, Family Video was in our hearts all along. The their aesthetic, the like orange and forest green, it's like hunting looking, mm-hmm. almost. Ah, so nice. I love it. Ooh, I want to do a creepy pasta about finding a Family Video out in the woods. <laughs> What's in the adult section? <laughs> a spooky ghost. Dang, I should write a creepypasta. You should. Uh, I didn't finish cataloging my anime t-shirts. I'm, I'm going to do that now. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I have my very, very cool Evangelion shirt that I told you all about. I have another Evangelion shirt. <laughs> I have a shirt with Kirishima, My Hero Academia. I have a shirt with... Shit, I can't remember her name. She's also from My Hero. She's like the vampire <laughs> girl. Uh, Himiko Togo? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. But both that shirt and the Kirishima shirt were designed by my friend Jonathan, and they're excellent. Then I have nice. another My Hero shirt, and then I have, I have a Porco Rosso shirt. Ooh. Yeah, it's really cool. I got it from hottopic.com. <laughs> Anyways, so... That's I, I think that's all of them. Uh, okay, so now we can move on. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's, a, that's a good number. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should we talk about next? Should we talk about Magic the Gathering? Yes. Let's, Unless there's anything else? Let's blast through about this article. Uh, well, it's not like an article. It's more like a press release, right? Yeah, it's an interview, a press release about yeah creating Nico Aris. Yeah, so it's from the Magic the Gathering like official website. So like it's not, it's just like them talking about it, right? Yes. So you don't know anything about Magic the Gathering. I know that there are um, colors mm-hmm. and that you can be like, I have a green deck, I have a red deck, and it it means things. Yeah, it. Uh... <laughs> uh so there's green red white black and blue green mm-hmm. green is like big monsters red is like you know what i'm the wrong person to describe each one red is a lot no, of like you're... goblins and fire shit as you might imagine Ooh, hell yeah white that is sounds cool white is a lot of like angels and shit like you might think Okay. Black is, you know, like vampires and dark stuff and hot, like raising things from the dead and shit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, and then blue is like doing a lot of spells and like they're like nerds, kind of. Okay. They like work really hard. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, mm. I like feel no affinity for blue whatsoever. Like I have no, I weirdly, it doesn't, it like, each, they don't do it for you. They don't do it for me, and it's so dumb because it's like each color is fun to play. They're all fun to play. Like the, the game is very balanced. I don't know. God, it's such a great game, <laughs> and I really don't know much about it. Like that description of the colors could have been pretty inaccurate, as far as I know. 
because I've only been playing since October. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this, of course, is a game that's been around since the 90s. And I actually just saw a video where a guy, or no, a woman, brings uh, her husband's old, her ex- ex-husband's old magic cards mm-hmm. in and <laughs> and um, to, to be appraised. And I love that because I love magic and I love the Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> and the guy who did the appraising, I now follow on Twitter. Hell yeah. I was like, I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> they had to bring in an expert, I'm sure. Yeah. And um, he freaked out because she had the like power nine, which are like the, these like really, really rare, really, really powerful magic cards. And they're all worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, hell yeah. And I kind of like that aspect. It also makes me understand Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot more. And, you know, I like to have a deeper understanding of Mm -hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! It's also like playing it... Like, I never care if I lose, really. I mean, if I lose over and over again, of course, it gets, like, frustrating. But the stuff that happens is just kind of... It's all sort of, like, nifty. And it's kind of, like narrative too which i really like you can really like project on it a lot and i don't know i could play it all day without stopping which is pretty silly <laughs> it's also really funny i don't know the other day i went up a uh against a i was playing magic arena and i was like randomly put into a match against a deck that was all dogs <laughs> yeah so that's so cool yeah it's fun it's fun Wow. Why, why are... Dog deck. Why, why are we talking about magic? Why is it relevant to our podcast? Um, because they have a couple of non-binary characters and uh, they cr- cracked another egg and made a new one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I read this press release very carefully. Um, the character's name is Nico Aris and they're a planeswalker. Which I fuck I should have like looked up what that is, because <laughs> like I vaguely know it. It's a type of card that like is played in a particular way. Like they're kind of I kind of see them as sort of like they're they're somehow separate from like the rest of the cards. They're like mm. more more powerful, or they have like a greater perspective almost. Okay. But uh, did you did you read this press the press release like? I did. I did, I did. What did you think? I thought it was interesting. I can't relate to this character hardly (laughs) at all. Yeah. But I think that that's cool because it's important that we have multiple kinds of representation, you know? Like, you don't want, like, oh, all of the non-binary characters are shape-shifting aliens. Like, it's definitely cool to have some of those, but you don't want all of those. Like that's that's my She-Ra reference. I'm not talking about uh Nico. I don't believe that Nico is a shapeshifter. No, they might be though. I don't. I don't fucking know how magic works. No, I don't. I do not believe they are a shapeshifter. The last put the last card game uh I played was Pokemon, and I got my ass kicked. And I was like, this has been fun. Magic is very similar to Pokemon. Well, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't spend more money on very pretty pieces of paper. I'm committed oh, to making no. those now and not buying those. Mm-mm. No, don't get into it. I don't recommend it. I did it for love. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like, I had an excuse. Well, also, my, my brother plays it, and, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, a good brother-sister activity, I think. 
That's good. My brother and his wife play it, so it's like, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you do not... You don't find... <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, um, I don't, we don't get a lot of kibble in the non-binary bowl, um, so when somebody gives us a treat, I'm not gonna, I don't get super mad about it, which I know is kind of lame. I just like stuff. I think it's neat when people make things. I'm not gonna get mad about it, but I can't relate to the fact that they were super good at sports and then was <laughs> and then they were like actually i'm gonna stop being super hot at sports and i'm gonna be a cool sexy hero instead yeah that is my it was like I oh have- you were <laughs> you were good at shit and you were like i'm done with being good at shit i'm gonna go be good at other shit like i can't relate to that no that i have like three paragraphs here that basically just say what you just said where i'm just like <laughs> okay so they made this non-binary character and their non-binariness is supposed to be like they say in the article, like it's just in, like one aspect of them. You know, it doesn't define them. Mm-hmm. It seems like they say, OK, here we go. Here's the actual quote. When we were developing Nico's origin. We wanted to tell a story that could express the shared experience of non-binary people without focusing on their gender identity, which is like. honk what (laughs) what the person who said this quote by the way is non-binary so like they get i think a lot more room uh then they said this was partially to ensure nico was a character that all kinds of people could find relatable but it was also to ensure that nico's character was not entirely enveloped by this single aspect of their identity our approach was to try and create an origin with a familiar emotional core that we hoped would resonate with non-binary folks uh, uh. <laughs> okay, stop me if I'm wrong, and I have have night brain somehow early in the day, uh-huh. but it seems to me that the only one thing you could guarantee all non-binary people have in common is that they're non-binary. <laughs> Without focusing on their gender identity. Aren't they also all amazing athletes? <laughs> like that, okay, so... They- that, they all like frogs. Yeah, this is They're all really good at kissing. This is this is really 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 irritating to me because they're like if we had made Nico's story about the fact that they were non-binary, it would have been too specific. You know, it would have been like unrelatable to many 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 people who aren't non-binary. But Nico is also a champion athlete. <laughs> <laughs> that's so relatable (laughs) you know it's like you 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 worked so hard to sort of like bury their gender identity to make them as relatable as possible and then you made them completely unrelatable so it's like what was all that work for what was all that like hiding you know the story of the identity for they talk a lot about um, Nico bucking the tradition or bucking the trend of the chosen one and becoming a hero in spite of destiny. It's like if you're if you're super good at sports, if you're a champion sports person, that kind of feels like destiny is choosing you to yeah, like be the that, the good sports guy. Yeah, you're not 
Like, obviously, you're working hard, but, like, so are other people, and you're still number one. You're not making any sort of, like, turn. There's no, like, paths diverging there. That's just, like, you were really good at sport. It didn't fulfill you, and you decided to be a hero instead. (laughs) And, like, they they tried to make that analogous with being non-binary, and it just, like, is not like that at all. Because if you're, like, a very powerful athlete, you have, like a lot of power and like you also chose that (laughs) yeah like i i i know that 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 we're we're supposed to believe that like nico was somehow destined to be an athlete and then instead became a hero and fate in the universe of magic is like um like real stuff and it's like personified you know with monsters and stuff like fate is not just like a concept hmm. but being a star athlete is just does not feel in any way analogous like being a star athlete and then becoming a hero that that doesn't feel in any way analogous to being gendered and then being gendered by others and then gendering yourself you know mm-hmm. like sorry i'm just thinking about like if this was like a documentary about like an, an Olympic athlete who was non-binary, like which part of that story would I be able to relate to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I actually think that if they had made Nico's story about being non-binary, it would have been much more relatable to more people than what they or came like, up with. Or like even just about about being a non-binary athlete, maybe. Yeah, like which and- I guess I guess it kind of is, but. Uh... I, wait, no, no. Early in Nico's life, an oracle foresaw a great future for Nico. They were destined to be a great athlete, an undefeated javelinier who would never miss a shot. Okay, so yeah, an oracle was like, you're going to be super dope at javelin. And then Nico was like, okay, trained and was super dope at javelin, but then heard stories and songs of heroes who would fight to protect people and began to question the destiny prescribed to them. That's so, so they were stupid. like... Yeah, I don't know. It yeah, was like, that, that's just, that's absolutely not, that is in no way analogous to any sort of gender journey, you know? Okay, wait, 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 wait. I've turned the table around. I'm starting to see the puzzle at a different angle. Hit me. The Being super good at sports, they were assigned super good at sports at birth. <laughs> and, and they were A-S-G-A-S-A-B. like... A-S-G-A-S... <laughs> A-B. Yes. Agasib. They were Agasib, and they were like, that's cool, but I would like to be... Ahab. Ahab, actually. <laughs> assigned hero at birth. Um, yeah, so I, I, can, I guess that may, maybe um, is yeah, something? That, I, that is, I think that is what they are trying to say, but to just say something is analogous is not to make it analogous like i guess i don't know i would love to hear from if hey if you're listening to this and you're non-binary and you're also just like a super good athlete and you know anything about magic the gathering please tell me if this personally i would actually like for you yeah and i would actually like to know like the opinions of many many non-binary people because i would too like this press release actually like includes Two or three non-binary people. I was trying. It's hard, a little hard to keep track. There's a, bu- yeah, there's like a bunch of trans people working at, at Wizards of the Coast developing these stories, which is really cool. That's really good. But also, this this press release is from 
them and they were paid to make it. (laughs) So, you know, you can't like always trust someone's like (laughs) personal opinions to, uh, arise in that situation but that's true that's true these are their um their job opinions job opinions opinions probably yeah and i'm sure they're they're proud of what they did but there's also just and this is definitely me this is definitely like a thing that i require and i like look for and everything but like i don't actually like when someone is like here is a character um who's representative of your identity casey Mm -hmm. They are so, so good and brave and strong, and they can throw a javelin a mile. (laughs) (laughs) And they never miss. And they never miss, and they never hurt anybody, and they've never, uh, like, gotten themselves into a situation that they, like, couldn't get themselves out of, blah, blah, blah. That, to me, is just not, like the experience of transness (laughs) like it's just it doesn't feel like there would be a lot of confusion between being really good at throwing a spear using that ability to be a hero like there is between like being gendered all your life like passively and actively (laughs) by everything and then Mm -hmm. deciding to gender yourself because by the way like it's not as though Nico is constantly throwing javelins. Like, it's not like their state of being, like being gendered is. It's just like, it's a fine analogy. It's not a fine analogy. It's a really, really, really incredibly weak, not good analogy that doesn't depict what it means to depict in any meaningful way. (laughs) But also, whatever. Who cares? It's a magic card. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I already bought it. Like, I already bought the whole, like, pre- pre-order <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> I think that's a perfect button to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's also a magic card. I Like, I'm not... Who the fuck is going to magic cards to be like, am I going to see myself in this? Like... <laughs> yeah, if they don't have a small little witch... Who's gay? Then, like, what the fuck? You know who you are. Who am I? Tell me what magic card I am, Casey. You're Rankle, master of pranks. (laughs) 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 He can fly. That's really powerful. He's a pain in the ass. Yeah. No, I I don't know who you are. You're probably, uh... This is me. I'm this. You're Rankle? Yep, I'm looking at it. This is me. (laughs) So, see, like, it's like if you're a non-binary person and you are go- playing magic, you're looking at all the goblins and going, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. You know, like, <laughs> there are already, like, plenty, <laughs> there's already plenty yeah, of representation. You don't, you don't need Nico Aris if you're, if it doesn't work for you, because there's Bog Naughty. <laughs> there's, it's a game full of, like, magical dogs and goblins it's like if you're non-binary that's all you <laughs> that's where you're going anyways yeah you're don't worry there's a bog elemental you'll be fine <laughs> tempting witch witch she's like tempting you with an apple but she also has a um a scarf made of baby arms so <laughs> 
Maybe change your outfit before tempting heroes. Jeez. Yeah, some of the art is just uh, so I, good. I love it. I love this game. Let Michael DeForge make magic cards. <laughs> that, oh, man. I mean, just like a, a short run of like six or seven. That'd be amazing. He, he's done some. Have you seen them? Oh, yeah. They're very good. There are trailers for magic for new sets of cards. Like that you uh, watch with your eyeballs? Yeah, they're on YouTube. Oh, okay. uh, they're fantastic. There's one set to In the End by Linkin Park, except it's like a cover by a woman with like a dry, gravelly voice. It's like, oh I tried God. so hard. Yeah, got so far. It rolls. Oh my god, that's it hot. Rolls. And then there's another one about two gingerbread people falling in love. That is extremely funny. Honestly, learning a lot today. Much funnier than I thought it would be. Anyways, I recommend those <laughs> magic trailers to everyone. <laughs> in general, it's nice. It's it's nice to have more non-binary characters out there they're not real people so let's not forget that but <laughs> it's it's nice to have more jpegs to look at it's let's not... say me yeah it i think this is something that i probably said the last time we talked about something like this when the um blue del barrio was on star trek discovery mm-hmm. and i was like you know what my dad watches that show so it's sort of like even if this character doesn't necessarily like educate him about the experience, I can still point to them and be like, I did not make this up personally. <laughs> 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 like, see, there, there yes. are others and they yeah. are like successful people on television and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which is n- not something that I personally need to see, but dad's dads need to see that kind of thing sometimes um so now i can be like look a magic card dad see (laughs) it's all real (laughs) it's all real we're in your magic cards and your tvs we're real have you seen the um latest bill and ted movie i haven't uh i told jacob to watch it without me oh it's really good and I believe there's a non-binary actor in it playing one of the kids of Bill and Ted. Nice. There, there's a lot of hot people in that movie. <laughs> and it's really funny. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Well, maybe I'll check it out one day. <sighs> maybe you will. Maybe I will. Well, you got any more business? I'm trying to think if I have business. Oh, I, I came out at work to a couple of people. Yo. Um. Then they hired another person, and then I found out that person is also non-binary. <gasps> um, so that absolutely rules. Oh, that's so nice because, like, you in some way like smoothed the path a little bit, maybe. Yes, you know, like, I yes. So I hope I, you maybe. give yourself so much credit. I don't. I don't. I, I hope just you go up to that really, person really and cool. you say. Please thank me. <laughs> <laughs> They're much cooler than I am. And much chiller. Um, yeah, it's so, I don't know. I just think that's really cool. It feels feels weirdly good. I had absolutely nothing to do with it. It's just a, a complete, absolute coincidence. 
I mean, it, I I would feel so much more comfortable. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I just feel like s- smug. <laughs> I, like my, I feel like that picture of like a lizard that somebody just like captioned with a little laugh. Like I'm just like <laughs> just like hey, 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 hey. there's more than one of us here. It feels nice. So funny. I'm just imagining. Sorry, I'm imagining like the artwork of Nico Eris, except just like replace their head with that lizard's head. <laughs> And it's like, That's me right now. Nico Aris, huge success, relatable to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, they're really cool. They have, um, they have an outfit that I'm, I'm, I'm putting words in their mouth right now, but I assume is like a dysphoria buster for them to use our own term. Mm-hmm. That they refer to as their genderless tube. <laughs> and I I love that. What is it? It's like a long sweatshirt dress cowl thingy. Oh, that sounds awesome. Like like the longest, like a floor-length black hoodie, basically. I'm super into that. Yeah, it's really, really good. I I think they said they got it from a like a Japanese Etsy shop or something like that. It's a delightful piece of fashion. Um <laughs> Yeah, and also they have this big water jug that um, every now and then I see an object and it sets off all, uh, all of the lights in my brain and uh, my eyeballs just go, awooga, awooga, and this water jug is one of those things. And it's just, I don't know, like a foot tall, matte black, shaped like a, kind of like a barrel, but with like one of those like indentations for your hand and it's got like a black lanyard strap built in around it because it's so goddamn big. Yeah, I just got worked up thinking about it. <laughs> I'm googling big black water jug to try and see. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Please send it to me. I got to see. It's so freaking good. Like I want to I, th- I want to have a reaction, but I could not have an honest reaction because I have not seen it. Here we go. Large sports water bottle. It's so <gasps> big. I want it. Yeah, right? What it's 44. 44- fuck is it called Shakespeare? I don't know. This is what it looks like, though. I don't know if this is the exact brand. This might be a knockoff of what they have. Um, it's, It holds 44 ounces of liquid. They have it in matte black or matte pink. Except, ugh, gross. I just sent you an Amazon link on accident. Hold on. It's beautiful. It's a half gallon. That's why. It's so big. I'm reading the one star reviews. Wow. Someone someone titled their review not worthy. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, it is really it's kind of a lot of money, but big jug. I love that. Yeah. If you <laughs> That also sounds like a a little a little what what is the thing? A dysphoria buster? Dysphoria buster, yeah. That sounds like a dysphoria buster. Like, I think Big Jug is a dysphoria buster. Big Jug is a dysphoria buster because it makes your... When you lift it, your forearms get strong. Yeah. And the like, more you look like Popeye, the more um, non-binary you are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Force Popeyeization. Force... <laughs> Force Popeyeization. <laughs> Ew. 
that's gross. Well, I have to go pick up my antidepressants. <laughs> have fun. It's true. I believe you. Mm-hmm. I have to. I have to figure out what I'm gonna eat tonight because we don't have any food. Oh well, I hope you get food. Tomorrow's food getting day. So, mm-hmm. but I tonight see. is. I, I hate when we get to the end of the grocery, like the allotted grocery time that we give ourselves, but we're out of eggs. When you're out of, when you're at the end of it and you're out of eggs, you're like shit, shit, shit. Yeah, you're just like, what in the world am I gonna eat? You're like, this is gonna, this is gonna be dry and crunchy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> this, this is, is gonna, gonna be. This, these are the crunchy times. These are the crunchy. <laughs> these are the crunchy days of our lives. <laughs> I think we seriously ate um, uh, garlic toast, pierogies, and sausage because it was like that's what we had half bags left of was all those things <laughs> and it was just like okay we're having brown for dinner <laughs> it sounds tasty it was but i was just like if my mom saw this she'd be so mad <laughs> <laughs> i that's not a that's not a good responsible grown-up adult meal for a couple of almost 30 30 something to be eaten I'm 32 and I eat like a pile of pretzels for dinner on the regular. So, yeah, I eat little Sargento snack packs throughout the week at work. And that's what keeps me alive. It's like <laughs> You really don't give a sh- You do not give a shit about being lactose intolerant. No, I could never eat no. one of those. I drink so much coffee. If I cared about having a non-horrible bowel movement, like I would not drink the coffee I do. Completely given up. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I hide good toilet paper in the cupboard at work. My life is fine. It's under control. I did not know that. That's incredible. <laughs> Ooh. Well, if any of your coworkers are listening to this, they know where to find the good toilet paper. They better fucking not be. And stay away, because I'll know if you used it. <laughs> Well, all right. Good luck with that. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, my name is Rain. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. Uh, Hi, I'm Casey. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. Hi, I'm Bonnie, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Gabby, and my pronouns are they, them. Awesome. Hello. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) We're finally all here together. Yeah, sorry it was such a hassle. It's okay. Podcasting is um, a sin and a crime, so it's... It's a sin and a crime, and there's a pandemic, and no one is good at stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's totally fine. (laughs) Yeah. Also, it's winter. (laughs) Oh my god, yeah, I know. The fact that, like, everything is getting dark by three is messing with me a lot. It's really bad. Yeah, well, the solstice has passed, right? So things are gonna get longer days, I mean... Yeah. It just gets worse. <laughs> yeah, January is usually the worst time in Chicago. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a polar vortex again this year. Oh, yeah. All that. Yeah, it gets really bad. The last one was, I think, like two years ago. Yeah, and it was like straight. Something like that. Yeah, like it was just so bad. Like we just didn't even go outside. Ugh, we finally yeah. just got really bad snow here. Yeah. It's really icy. I went to the bakery. And I almost fell on my ass, like, three mm. times. Mm. Oof. And this lady, like, was jogging on the ice, and she, like, ran past me, and she was like, 
it's slippery. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I, I know. She's a, a guardian angel. She protects me. Yeah. I remember, like, the only really, really clear memory I have of slipping on ice at any time was the time I slipped on ice and peed myself. Like, I hit the ground and I was drunk. And when I hit the ground, the shock, like, I just, I pissed myself. And this oh, yeah. guy was walking by and he laughed at me. And I was, I was really drunk and I was like, your hat is so stupid. He's wearing like a trilby or something. (laughs) I was like covered in piss and I'm like, I'm still better than you. (laughs) Wow. I I got on the bus and I was like fully winterized, like with snow boots and stuff. And I slipped, fell down, hit my tailbone. And then I passed out. Oh my God. And everyone on the bus was like, Oh shit, oh shit. And the bus driver called the ambulance. And then he was like, everyone has to get off. And like this old lady was like, what the fuck? I don't want to get off the bus. This is stupid. And I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I fainted. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) I think the last time I I ate shit on ice was like last year. While I was recording a video of how slippery it was. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's how slippery. It's like, it's really fucking slippery. And I like landed right on my ass. I can't remember the last time I slipped on ice, but I did eat shit on my bike. Uh, like last week, I was like picking up some takeout that I ordered. And I just like just completely ate shit because of this car that had like kind of come a little too close to me. And I did not get that hurt. It, like, sucked. But this woman from across the street was like, are you okay? And just, like, my immediate, like, sarcastic, like, bitchy response was just like, yep, I'm doing great. And (laughs) uh, just got up and, like, left. Um, Oh, no. Oh, my God. The last time I wiped out on a bike, I was uh, still in art school. And it was, like, the windiest, the windiest day of the year or something like that. The school I went to is notorious for being a big nasty wind tunnel in certain weather. It's like in a little a little valley by the river um, and the winds get really powerful. And I had my like large art student uh, like craft paper portfolio on, <laughs> on my bicycle. And it was essentially just a sail. Um, and I could, could oh not God. stay standing for the life of me. And I would like, I would like pedal like super hard for like five feet, and then a big gust of wind would come and just like knock me the fuck over. Nobody helped me. Nobody asked if I was okay because oh we're God. all so used to seeing each other just get like bowled over in the winter. <laughs> no help. I think like I remember um, one time in college, I like was going to a party, like a birthday party. And I, like, bought a cake at, like, the grocery store. And I was, like, going with a friend. And I was, like, crossing the street. And this, like, cab driver just started, like... Like, this cab driver was, like, slowly coming to the crosswalk. And he was... It was, like, slow enough where he was, like... It seemed like he was trying to stop. But he just kept going. And then I just... It just, like, hit my knee. Like, it slowly pushed me. And I just, like, fell onto the car. And just, like, looked at the driver, like, straight in the eyes, just being like, what the fuck are you doing? And I wanted to, like, take the cake and, like, shove it in the window so badly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
one of the more psychotic things that I get up to is like every time I have like a hot cup of coffee and I'm walking like in a street I'm like god I wish someone would almost hit me so I could throw this cup of coffee at a windshield you know like that would be so satisfying to feel like so just (laughs) I think I think everyone has like wanted to do it where like the car comes up and then you kick it and you're like bitch I I've always wanted to kick a car yeah 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 I think, like, the idea of, like, throwing a coffee cup is just really satisfying because it just, like, explodes. Yes. Yeah, and it's, like, it's worth it to me to get rid of this coffee <laughs> to teach you a lesson. Coffee. It would have to be something really bad for me to dump a coffee that I had just got. Yeah, um, I really like, like yeah. coffee. This is, this is precious to That's, me. It yeah, is. <laughs> I'm also the same person. I wouldn't act, I, I would feel bad about wasting coffee. If it was maybe, like, a soda or something, sure. Oh, oh. Soda. <laughs> I See, like I would, be, I would be, like, soda, my baby, coffee, eater. <laughs> coffee, eater. Like, ideally, a cup of cottage cheese would be oh. what I would want to throw. Oh, God, why? Oh. Oh. We need to stop it, this. If I, I get if hot cottage cheese on a car. Okay, yeah, okay, no, I would I, be... I would just accelerate. <laughs> I I have a very like specific thing with cottage cheese because I used to do theater. <laughs> no surprise. And I was in this like 24-hour playwriting thing and this guy he wrote a play where it was like me and this other girl were two teenage zombies and there was this boy who wanted to date us both. The gist of it was the other girl that was in it with me, she actually, I remember her being like, my husband's really jealous of the director. He thinks that we're like flirting. And then later she cheated on her husband with the director, divorced her husband, and then married him. But then uh, the cottage cheese thing is we started it where we had cottage cheese in our mouth, dyed green. And then we, like, came back from the dead and, like, threw it up. Ugh. And so I hate cottage cheese. Wow. Yeah, I would, too. <laughs> I mean, I already don't like it very much. That's horrible. Yeah, But you got a really good story out of yeah, like, I was cottage like, cheese hatred. I was like, haha, I bet they aren't really flirting. And then years later, it's like, oh, they were. <laughs> You guys, I have time is up still and according it's it's got the time and then it says Sunday, January three, and then it says Bitcoin's birthday. Oh yeah. No. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Ugh. Makes me feel sick. Rain. Casey. Why did you want to have Bonnie and Yabby on our podcast? Because they're trans and cool as fuck. Which are the only two requirements oh. for being on, on the show. Oh, can you go into more detail? About which part? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the coolest fuck part. <laughs> or, I know people love to talk about themselves and say nice things. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> if Bonnie and, and Gabby want to talk about themselves a little bit, there's also that. Sorry, that was a terrible segue <laughs> into anything. I love the face that Gabby just made, too. We talked a little, Casey and I talked a little bit um, 
the last time we recorded about when we remembered meeting the two of you. You two probably don't remember meeting me because I didn't introduce myself and I was like probably one of a million people that stopped at your booth one particular year. I don't know if I had a million people. It's pretty generous. (laughs) (laughs) It was like Cake 2016 or something that I bought art from the two of you for the first time. And then, Casey, you were saying it was, like, 2014 at some, like, cool art thing. It wasn't it was, cool. It was... <laughs> what? <laughs> the three of you were there, so it must have been. No, it was, I was, it was the I was Center like a... for Cartoon Studies. It was a workshop. It was a one-week workshop. Gabby and Bonnie arrived on a train. I'll never forget that. Because oh, yeah, it sounded it miserable. It was... <laughs> it was my idea. Well, I, I was, like, a huge fangirl where I was like, Bonnie, that's Casey Novak behind us. And then later I was like, confirmed it. And I was like, oh my God, I love your work. Oh my God. Because I literally had like a a folder of your art on my computer because (laughs) I would like find artists I like, and then I would be like, put them in my little art folder. And I was like, I, I recognize. It. And I was just like, oh my God, you're so cool. I don't know if I actually like said that Mm-mm. physically out loud. I was trying to play it like. You more. played it super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I had no I idea. Like, I was like, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what I remember from that workshop was that, that we were like the bad kids. Yeah. We, <laughs> we were like shit. at the back of class and we like would never shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was, there was that um god what was her name there was we had a fourth <laughs> i can't remember her name um but she was super sweet and she had like a long-running comic that was also super sweet mm, i mean but yeah I, I remember that's how a, we met jules yes um, jules and, yeah so, but they and were wit. and wit oh yeah, yeah. they were like uh, an intern. Yes. Was it Zoe Suggs? Was that the person yes. you're thinking of? Yeah. I actually yeah. saw them at a con. They didn't remember. They didn't who even we remember were. who we were. They had no. Great. No <laughs> fucking Also, like holy shit. Yeah. Also, I it think, was a long um, ass time ago. It was. Yeah. I'm not like offended by it. Um. I think like who was the instructor? Wait, Alec Longstreth. Yeah. Yeah. We saw him at a wedding, and he like just straight up like didn't remember our names. I, funny. I, feel like, I feel like I've I've listened to some like drunken rants from Casey. Yeah, I remember about, that. That was um, it was about this. It was like, a long time ago. I'm sorry, Casey. No, no, I it's mean, something I still do to this day. Yeah, I mean, I don't know There's if some... we're shit talking, but like he had like a ring. Oh yeah, that was like I'm married to Comet, and it was like he also like he like told his girlfriend. On the first date, like, I have to go home and make comics. Like, sorry. And his girlfriend married him. After. <laughs> <laughs> Which I... I Commit like, to yeah. the match. Commit. Yeah. There is, there is like, there is so much I could say. We're um, not gonna... This, yeah. we'll, we'll save it for the next time the we're all together. The only thing I will say is that my dead name was the same as one of his ex-girlfriends and he told me that mm-hmm. in class he told 
remember. Like, yeah. in a very weird way, he told me that my name was his trigger word, and I was just like, oh, yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel good about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the word for that is, Um, but go to... Go to a non-specific, I don't know the word, jail. Like, not go to jail, but, like, yeah. go, to, go to jail. He's the one person who belongs in jail. No, I, no I'm kidding. That's, no one does. I don't, uh. know, I don't know what the word is, but, like, just go to the timeout corner. That's weird. Yeah. Don't Anyways. tell people that. Anyways. Anyways. Now we're all here, very yeah. far away from that situation yes. and we've all we've all shed our exoskeletons and we've all shed our exoskeletons we're all trans now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about being trans that's why most people download this show oh i which, see which speaking of which i saw the numbers recently and holy shit thank you there's far too many of you and we <laughs> we we appreciate you all yeah let's talk about gender okay oh, <laughs> who wants to start <laughs> <laughs> who brought a gender they would like to share who has their gender presentation ready <laughs> <laughs> so i was wondering how long have you two been together seven like years seven years yeah okay, seven years awesome well i'm sure you've both changed a lot as people in seven years <laughs> yeah yeah we we met in college like junior year and Bonnie didn't even do comics at that point because she was like in painting or something. Yeah. And I then was... after she met me, she started doing comics. Well, I was like oh, kind yeah. of, well, I don't, that sounds mean. I was kind of already on my way into comics, but <laughs> um, no, I think Gabby did like tell me like which classes to like look into for comics and stuff. So that was like genuinely really helpful. But um yeah, I, I just, like, had a... Sh I'd always really liked comics, like, a lot. And I always, like, wanted to be a cartoonist. And I kind of, like, didn't do that when I first went to college. Because um, I thought that I... Uh, my dad's a painter, so I thought that I should have gone into painting. But then I just was like, no, I'm just gonna... You know, they have, like, comics classes at the school. So I'm just gonna, like, try and focus on that. And it's... Yeah, I've just been chipping away at comics literally since then. And since Gabby and I have been together. Do you think a lot about why comics... It's a good question. Um, I'm just, like, really interested in what... Because what, I also was simultaneously studying animation when I was studying comics, and I kind of regret doing that because I was, like, kind of burning the candle on both ends. Um, I was just, like, working really hard in animation and really hard with comics, and I think I, like, didn't really get a lot of what I wanted to do in both of them done. But I decided to kind of, like, stick mostly to comics because I do just, like, how you can convey information with, you know, just, like, little slices of images um, and, like, what you can do with a still image that you can't do in animation. Um, yeah. And, like, how you can, like... And just, like, really playing into that and really playing into, like, how you can make a reader imagine something without actually having to show it. So that's kind of why I'm interested in comics and, like, sequential storytelling because, yeah, you can you can do... Because I'm, like, I'm a maximalist. I love, like, just, like, making stuff, like, overworked. And, like, sometimes it's bad, but sometimes I just love being, like, super extra about everything. And you just can't do that in animation as well. You can do that in comics, though, and it can be really cool. Yeah. Wow. That was a thoughtful answer. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, relatable. Um, the same things appealed to me. Gabby, what, what about you with comics? Hmm. 
<laughs> I I don't know. I don't I don't really do comics anymore. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, I kind of came to this point where I was like, I don't want to sell my comics. I don't want to be published. I don't want to make money off of this. It seems like that's kind of the big goal where everyone's like, I want to get published. I want to storyboard for Steven Universe. <laughs> and, and I was like, I don't know. I don't want to get money. So right now I'm just kind of focusing on making physical things because, sorry, our cat woke up. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Because it's just like, this is something physical and tangible that doesn't frustrate me and doesn't make me like be like, I'm uh, selling my ideas and thoughts, which I don't want to do. <laughs> so um, unfortunately, I don't really do comics anymore. <laughs> That's not that's unfortunate, so and I also, that's, like, appreciate... It's so refreshing to hear. No, I completely appreciate that that perspective, because I feel that way a lot, where I, I... Like, it can be hard to make something sometimes, because I'm just, like, not... I'm not into the things that are motivating me to do it, you know? Or, or I'm just like, oh, it's, like, for likes? It's for money? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Because... It's for dirty, uh, li- dirty little capitalist reasons, yeah, is what I say like, to myself. <laughs> like, actually doing that, that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. But um, I get, like, weirdly, stupidly caught up in, in stuff like that sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I've seen how Twitter can, like, affect people. And I have a lot of experience with Instagram and, like, posting on there. And I literally had to, like, separate myself and be, like, I'm not going to be an influencer. <laughs> I'm not going to like sell, you know, ads for stuff because I don't know, it makes you it gives you brain worms. Word? Yeah, it gi- it gives you brain worms essentially. Yeah, you don't just, like Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a full-time job like posting your life and doing those things like being not even being an influencer, not even at that level, but like being fully visible online as an artist or creator is like a full-time job's worth of effort. Yeah, and it can really it can really mess you up. It's sort of like taking care of two people because there's you and then there's like the persona and like yeah. confusing the two. I mean Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's <laughs> Yeah, I mean I just learned to, I just learned about VTubers the other day and I'm like, oh okay, I get it now. What is VTubing? V- VTubers are um like the the beautiful anime girl JPEGs that people mm-hmm. map onto their bodies so that they can they can mm-hmm. do Twitch streaming without being harassed for what they, what they yeah. look like. Yeah. And instead, I, they're just like harassed for being like a bunny rabbit girl or something. I don't know. That's good. Yeah, they really took off during. The I wasn't pandemic. into it, and then I saw um, Iggy Craig post their like dirty little gator sono with a septum ring, and I was like, I'll die for this. <laughs> You're like, I see the appeal now. Yeah, now I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I feel like I'm trying to put it into words, but you know the feeling when you were like a little, a little baby child and someone was impressed by something you drew? It was like that feeling got turned into like points on DeviantArt and then it became likes on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Then it just never stopped. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I didn't know or want that to be like part of what I would have to do as an artist. 
yeah, mm, for the rest like, for the rest of my you're life. You're constantly monitoring the likes and the comments and like why didn't this one get as many likes as this one? Why didn't blah blah blah? Like why wasn't this shared as much? And like it makes you crazy. It you know, it really does. Yeah, so I, I literally just had to come to a point where it was like if people like what I'm doing, they can follow me. And that's about it. I'm not going to like make advertisements. I'm not going to like fish for followers. I'm not gonna do any of that stuff, which kind of lessens it. <laughs> But I still definitely do get the like I like get the serotonin when people are like, "Oh, I love this. I like this. It's mm, amazing." Yes, <laughs> which is something I think you can't really get away from yeah. because it's now taught into our little brains where it's like the like make me feel happy, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing more um like warm up drawings just because I like to just post stuff, but. I don't know, it's also good. It's, like, good to break things up for me, because I've been working on something longer, and it, like, not being able to show it sucks because I do lose, like, motivation, and that is, like, something that I've been trying to, like, evaluate, and, like, trying to, like, I've been trying to, like, assess my relationship, especially to Twitter. Um, I'm really addicted to Twitter. Me too. Um, Oof. I'm trying to, like, yeah, I I think, like, um, like, Maybe every other day or, like, every couple of days I've been doing, like, a warm-up, like, a fully finished warm-up drawing that I can, like, post. Um, And something that's, like, not too much of a time commitment. Um, Just something that's, like, fun for me to draw. And that's been good. That's been good for me just so I can, like, break up what I'm actually working on. And I've found that I actually, like, have been finishing my, like, longer project goals. Like, in terms of, like, like, I finished a, I finished penciling a page in three hours the other day. Which is, like, unheard of for me. Like, I usually take a couple of days to pencil a page because I'm, like, a very slow artist. So that's actually been really helping me in terms of, like, increasing just, like, the, not, like, workflow. I don't want to, like, sound like I'm so work-oriented, but just, like, how much I actually, like, enjoy sitting down and drawing. And it's been adding, like, a lot more structure to my day, which has just been, like, good for me. But it just, yeah, it's, like... It sucks when you're working on something longer and you feel like you're not doing anything because you literally are. It's just like, it's just not as uh, satisfying. Yeah, and you don't have like the evidence (laughs) of it. Yeah. I wanted to ask, and I'm sorry if this is like a depressing question, Bonnie, but like, are you still enjoying drawing when you go to sit down or do you have to really like gear yourself up? Um, It's time to make the drawings. I draw pretty consistently. Um, I just like, I've always... Sometimes I don't enjoy drawing, and sometimes I do, and I try to make myself draw a little bit every day, and it's partially because, like, I have the dumb brain thing where I don't feel good if I don't get a little progress done on something, at least, like, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if I give myself, com- if I give myself the day completely off and don't get a little bit of progress done, I feel bad. Like, I, it's like, and I'm not, like, advocating for that. I'm, like, that's just, like, my specific thing. Right. And so I try to get a little drawing done every day just so it like makes me feel like, okay, even if it was just a panel, I feel better. Mm-hmm. I don't try to push myself too hard. My thing is like, I'm trying not to give, put myself in the mindset of like, I always have to be doing something because I don't think that's healthy. But I also think that it's okay to just like, want to at least make a little thing a day or like a little progress a day. Like, I don't have to not do anything either. And yeah, it just makes me feel better. But I, in terms of, like, enjoying my drawing, I've been, like, trying to structure things more. Like, I I take a little time to clean before I draw now. 
Um, and yeah, I've also been doing little warm-up drawings, like just quick little sketches that I can do in a couple of minutes. And that has actually really increased like how much I enjoy um, working on my longer projects. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, in a lot of ways, like the comic I'm working on right now is kind of like me reevaluating my work practices and trying to like, because I have some other comics pl- that I'm planning on working on probably starting like next year. Mm-hmm. And I think like right now I'm just kind of like in the arena and like testing things out. And like, I think that will be really beneficial when I start to work on this other comic that's going to be like 80 pages. So that way, I don't know, I'm trying to like make everything enjoyable for myself but i think that requires in order to do that it does require like some structure like doing a few dishes before i get started um you know not always like making myself draw at a specific time just like when i'm ready to draw i'm ready to draw Mm -hmm. and it's been good i don't know but sometimes i just like don't feel like drawing and then when i don't feel like drawing i just will like play a video game or something nice that sounds very healthy and good (laughs) can i ask you a weird question yeah do you think there is a relationship between um, being trans and wanting to make comics. In general? <laughs> like, um, is that something you ever think about? I think that's a good question. Um, I don't know, because I think that there are some very, like... It just depends on, like, what kind of comics that you want to make. I think that, like, there are a lot of comics that have definitely informed, like, my idea about being trans. Um, and they are, like, even if they are not directly about being trans they can be transformative in that way Mm -hmm. but i I don't know that's like such a hard question for me to like answer i feel like because um my comics are like very much about being trans and like so like in terms of like my personal practice like that is so directly linked to like my trans identity but i also I, i have a hard time like speaking for other people definitely yes if i'm talking about my own comics but i don't know if there's like i don't know if i can say like i believe there is like a specific thing about making comics that like is inherently trans mm-hmm. uh, because i know a lot of cis people that make comics too um but i i definitely like understand what you mean yeah it's just I, there are so many people in the comics community and it just feels like every once in a while like just another person will yeah. will come out i of course make no generalizations <laughs> yeah. about this you know but it it does feel like the ability to draw any kind of avatar you please mm-hmm. a big deal when it comes to transness it's definitely something that i've used in the past to like soothe myself when i was feeling dysphoric and didn't like yeah really understand what that meant you know or like didn't understand the feeling at all i think it's also slightly due to the fact that like comics is such a weird thing that it's really hard to make comic i mean comics are like basically not financially viable for the most part um i mean they are but like it's so much harder than like other industries for it to to make like a consistent living off of it so there's like a lot of people who i think like rather than trying to go like a commercial route they try to like go like find their own voices um and make work that's like very personal to them and i think that there's a lot of like self-exploration that someone can do through that and yeah. i think that um that can definitely like lead to more people being open about their identities and being able to explore an identity that makes them personally happy. Totally. So yeah, I definitely like would agree with you in that uh, sense. Do you, um, I want to hear from both of you about, sorry to be like very interviewy, but I'm curious, I like genuinely curious. And this is also how I have conversations. 
<laughs> but I'm I'm curious about each of your like trans journey. When did you decide that you had to come out? When did you first guess that this might be true about yourself? That kind of stuff. For me, it was actually at Cake, the Chicago Alternative Comics Expo, in case I need to clarify. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the entrance, they had these little pronoun buttons where it was like she, her, he, him, they, them. And then there was like a blank one too, where you could just write what you wanted. I think maybe I'm making that up. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but I was just like, hmm, they, them. And I just like picked it up and wore it. And then I remember my friend Sage was like, Gabby, yeah, you go by they, them now. And I was like, maybe. so what if i do maybe maybe i do (laughs) and then i kind of just like put it on my instagram and then like subtly changed my facebook to they them because i was like let's just see how this feels because (laughs) i was kind of like maybe i am non-binary but no one needs to know. You know, I, I, it was like, you know, maybe I do like girls, but only the girl I'm dating needs to know that. Like, no, I don't need, shh, like, like, no one needs to know. And uh, I don't know if anyone else has approached it like that, but that's how like my little pea brain was like, this is how we're doing it. And then at Cake, I was like, oh, we're doing this, doing this. Then at my really bad job at a record store, I was like, you know, it's my first week. Let me just tell some of my coworkers that I go by they, them. And then it'll spread naturally around. (laughs) It'll diffuse. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, because I don't want to, like, come out to every single person. And be like, I go by they, them, and start crying, which is what would happen. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and be like, it's exhausting. <laughs> because it was like, I had told no one about this. Mm-hmm. And so, like, these coworkers were, like, the second, third people that I'd been telling. So I was still like, um, go by they, them. And, like, and then I would start crying. Uh <laughs> I forget the rest of the question. <laughs> it was just like, uh, what what happened to you to make you this way? <laughs> Basically. Uh, um, I do remember kind of like, kind of seeing non-binary people. And I was kind of, <laughs> I'm trying to like gather my thoughts right now. Um, oh. I should have had Bonnie go first. But <laughs> it was kind of like, like I met my first trans friend in high school because I went to this alternative high school for fuck ups. And, <laughs> and uh, I was like, I didn't even know what a trans person was. I was like, so what? What's up? What's up with him? I don't understand. <laughs> and like, because I came 
from Florida. So I think that's probably all that you need. They don't have trans people in Florida. No, they don't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Not at all. And so I came and I was like, what? I don't understand. And then (laughs) ever since that, I was kind of like, maybe I'm not a girl because I don't. At first it was like, I'm not a girl because I don't like dresses and I don't like makeup. (laughs) And I don't like, you know, I don't like traditional girly things. So I must not be a girl. And that was like my, that was like my very like, uh, you know, I think a lot of people come into transness that way where they're like, like. It's like a reactionary thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, well, I must not because I don't like these things. But then it was like, I did like those things. And I kind of became, like, super high femme, where I was like, I'm super girly now. I'm super sexy now. I'm super, you know, and so I was like. You, like, go hard in the other, in one direction, mm -hmm, just to see. You go hard. And I I think a lot of people go through that, where they're just like, I'll show you gender. Like, I'm gonna, like. I'm going to be as girly as possible. That is and so... Oh, that's I get that. it. That's yeah. it. Oh, my God. And it's like... <laughs> I think at some point I came to just, like, a middling where I was like, oh, I can like these things, feminine stuff, and still not be a girl. That took... It feels... Years. It feels like That's the um, the expanding brain meme where it's just like, I'm not a girl because I don't like pretty dresses. I'm not a girl because I do like pretty dresses. I'm not binary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go, Bonnie. Yeah. For me, I don't know. I guess I like started realizing I was trans around 2017. But for the most part, I've always related more to like, it just in media and, like, stories about women and women characters, like, I've always just, like, really related to women, um, portray, like, especially, like, very, like, some very specific characters I, like, just latched onto, like, very early when I was, like, just starting to get into, like, anime and video games and stuff. Like, like who? When I'm, um, I'm trying to, like, I really like Nausicaa and, like, Miyazaki movies, obviously, um, but I also, like, one of my favorite games is Final Fantasy VI. And that game, like, has a female protagonist, and it's, like, very much about, like, exploring her trauma. Not not completely, but, like, that that is a huge element of that game. Um, and that was part of what made it really compelling for me as a kid. And it's just, like, there's so many instances of it that, like, I used to be... Like, when I started transitioning, I was like, man, I don't remember having memories of, like, wanting to be a girl when I was little. But then, like, now in retrospect, I, like, think about all these little things, and it just makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I think around 2017, though, was when I started to realize I was interested in transitioning. And it was just, you know, being exposed to um, more trans women online and just, like, kind of, like, I just realized that I wanted that for myself. So a lot of what motivated my transition was definitely more of, like, a um, like a euphoria thing, where it was, like, I, I actually, like, don't have a lot of... I think I, I experience, like, dysphoria mostly when I try to feminize myself in very specific ways. Um, and it doesn't really meet how I want it to be in my head. So that puts me in a situation where, like, it takes a little longer for me to kind of get used to the idea of doing something. Like, 
Like, it's hard for me to put on makeup sometimes. Sometimes I do, and sometimes it comes out good, and then sometimes I do, and I just wipe it off immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what, like, some, and it's like, you know, I've always played video games, and there was, like, a certain point where, like, I would just only play girl characters in video games, and it was, like, one of those things where, like, you don't really think about it, or you can, like, blow it off being like, oh, well, I just like girls, so I'm gonna play as a girl character and make a cool, cool girl. But I think, like, this is everything I think I'm gonna say... Like, this sounds extremely stupid, but, like, I think, like, around 2017-2, I, like, got one of those, like, mini Nintendo NESs, and I, like, hacked it to play a bunch of ROMs, um, and I put WarioWare on it, and it was so funny, because there's this, like, you have a gender choice in the beginning of the game that just says girl boy. It's just a big white screen that says girl boy, and you can can choose one. And it does not do anything else. <laughs> like, you just choose girl or boy, and it does not change the game at all. It doesn't do anything. And I chose girl, and then I, like, realized that after I chose girl, and I laughed at that that screen, but then I was like, oh shit, why did I, like, why did I choose that? Or th- why did I make that choice if it literally didn't change the game, like, mechanically, aesthetically? Like, it was just a choice. Um, so, yeah, that was, like, kind of one of those moments that sounds extremely stupid, but that was, like, actually a pretty That's big moment so for me. That's so beautiful. Thank you, Wario. <laughs> yeah, Damn. I know, right? Yeah, and then it's just kind of been slow progress from there. Um, there's just been some challenges. Um, but I think I'm, like, I'm still kind of, like, in the middle of transitioning and stuff. I mean, I'm, or at least, like, medically speaking, um, I know that, like... But I'm, like, pretty happy. Um, I don't know. I, I It's, like... It's just one of those things I'm, like, really happy that I've made the progress that I have, and I'm going to keep making progress, and it's just generally a positive thing in my life. Um, And it's also just strengthened my relationship to the comics community. You know, I have a lot of people who I relate to in a way that I don't think I've ever been able to relate to people uh, before as much, and that's really good. And that's So it's not just, like, an identity thing, it's also just, like, I feel a lot more at home in my place, uh, like at in my place in the community, um, than I did before, and that's just been—I don't know—I just really like that. Yeah. Does it feel like the work that you make and the person that you are like line up better? Yeah, I think that my work definitely shifted um, when I started to realize I was trans. I think it's also just that, like, I think, and I think that goes back to what I was saying before. Is like I think there was like a certain point where I just like stopped caring about trying to get a job in comics and Ugh, just started yeah. like yeah and I just started making stuff that was just more personal but I think the thing about me is that I have a really hard time being like vulnerable in my work so I kind of took this route of like kind of like absurdism like a lot of the stuff I like to make has just like roots in being re- really stupid and funny but I take it absolutely seriously and I that's just kind of like my approach to like working on my comics um I don't know. That's I think that's I think that's really wise, honestly. Like like you should be doing absurd work if you're doing work that like you are not being, you know, uh supervised on. You know, like no yeah. one is gonna tell you, you can literally do not to do stuff. And... So please yeah. be weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like push yourself to make stuff that like you wouldn't be able to make if it was like I don't you know, if you had an editor or something. Um I totally like that philosophy and I I try to push myself to do that too because sometimes I still do have like the brain where it's like oh well 
I need to make sure that my work is, like, appealing. Um, and I try to, like, kind of throw that... I, I have to, like, throw that idea out of my head sometimes. Um, but, I yeah, I, like... I think it's, like, way more important to make your work in the way that you want to make it rather than having it... Or trying to make it be, like, a portfolio piece. Mm -hmm. um, because if you make your work in that way, it's just not going to come out as personal or as interesting as it would be if you just... Yeah, just made some weird thing that you wanted to make. Right. I mean, the thing is, like, if you want to make work that appeals to people, I think vulnerability is, like, the thing that appeals to people. And yeah. it kind of doesn't look the same from any two cartoonists. I don't know. I, I guess I'm trying to say you can't, like, copy someone else's vulnerability, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right now I'm just, like, working on some longer projects that I really can't show anybody right now. Um, but I think that because of that, they're really good and personal. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've just got some stuff I'm working on that, like, I don't know. I'm, like, kind of having a little bit of a brain fart. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday. It's a Sunday in January, so. And the, the, the sun has gone down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I have a question for Gabby. <laughs> Gabby, I was wondering, um, I know that a lot of our listeners would probably be super interested to hear about your recent top surgery journey. If you have any insight or would be comfortable sharing that with us. Yeah, um, it's basically, I kind of found out that not a ton of non-binaries get top surgery. Like, it's happening more and more now, where it's like non-binary people are getting top surgery, and that's great. But in the beginning, I was like, only trans boys get this. I'm not allowed to get this. You know, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. like yeah. a trans guy would need this more than me. Which is yeah, what... and you're depriving. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was like, ugh. And also, there's this, like, because I am so high femme that I was like, I'm not allowed to do this. It was like, if you take away your boobs, you will not be a girl. You will not be femme. Everyone will look at you and be like, you're a boy. You're a bad boy. <laughs> Which, you know, isn't true. It's just this... I'm sorry, my cat's meowing. To She's, she needs up. She needs attention. Ugh. If I don't pick her She's up, she would just keep meowing she's so uh, fucking cute oh my so, god look at that big baby big baby Ooh. anyways she was getting me sidetracked where it was like this isn't real but it's the thing that's been taught to so many people where it's like if you don't have boobs you know woman you know you know feminine like <laughs> and so for a while i was like i shouldn't do this I shouldn't do this. But then I would try on a shirt and I'd be like, I look awful. I hate this. And so it was just kind of this like this tightrope where it was like, I want this, but I'm so scared. I'm so scared because I had not seen anyone who really looked like me do this. Mm. And I was in, I still am in like a lot of top surgery groups on Facebook. Where I would be like, hey, is anyone, like, super high femme, like me, who had top surgery? And it would be people who were like, yeah, yeah, 
And it would just be like, no, sorry. <laughs> I like, like, actually, actually, I like, actually, actually, no. And it, it was like, I need an example. I need someone who looks like me, who dresses like me, so I can like feel better about this. Because also, like, a lot of skinny people get top surgery. Yes. And I'm like 240 pounds. I may not look like it, but I do, <laughs> but I am. So it's like, because sometimes people would be like, oh, you should look at, um, how do you say it? Lacquer Wat- Watson, who plays Sabrina, the teenage witch, the new oh. Sabrina. Oh, okay. I know. I know. Uh, wait, it, hold on. Look, Google. I, I'm doing a hot, I'm doing a hot goog. Hold on. Basically, they're like this hot new actor who had top surgery, plays Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Netflix, super skinny, super fashionable, and everyone's like, oh, look at them, perfect, there you go. And I'm like, this is a size two. (laughs) I'm a size 22. I'm sorry. Uh, So what I actually looked at and connected with was drag queens. It was drag queens who presented flat-chested, Without any breastplates or um, breastplates or like padding or anything. And they just rocked it like flat chested. And I would look at them and be like, that's me. That's me. I just started this little folder of flat chested drag queens. (laughs) I would look at them and be like, this is what I want. This is what I need. Then (laughs) pretty much I went to my doctor cried and was like i want top surgery please (laughs) (laughs) hello i want top surgery please it was like the first time meeting her where she was like doing my checkup or something and i was like i started crying and i was she was like what's what's wrong and i'm like uh i would like top surgery please (laughs) and she's like oh you're non-binary like (laughs) and then yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. That, that's so cool, dog. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you don't have any binary. <laughs> wow. But then she got, she was like, oh, the only top surgeon in our like hospital, whatever, network, whatever, her wait list is a year long. She was like, how about I get you in with this uh, breast surgeon? And see what they can do. And they they called me. And they were like, we don't do top surgery. Look elsewhere. And I was like, oh. And then I remember <laughs> going home and like full on sobbing to Bonnie. Because I was like, it'll never happen. Like, her wait list is two million years long. <laughs> and, and so I kind of just was like, kind of gave up. What happened was I lost my job because of the pandemic and I got on Bonnie's insurance and there was, um, like I had looked it up like months before there was a doctor that wasn't on my insurance and I had like gone home and cried because I was like, she's not on my insurance. I'll never get her. She's like, I, I want this doctor. And then when I got on Bonnie's insurance, the first day, I called her and I was like, 
I want a consultation now. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you're, you're good. Come, come on down. Because I was on Bonnie's insurance now. And so it was like losing my job. <laughs> was the, was the, like, a blessing in disguise in a way. Wow. I had my consultation. Essentially, they were like, you need to meet with a social worker who's going to write your letter for insurance. Where it's like, like this, like this bitch has gender dysphoria. You know? <laughs> and it's so, um, it's like your surgery cover letter for yeah, like why yeah, you deserve yeah, yeah. to get <laughs> your tits chopped off. Mm-hmm. And so I had like an hour long zoom call. I met with this social worker and basically just told them my whole life story. I've never liked bras. I <laughs> cried when I got my period. I cried when I got boobs. I've always hated my boobs. I've had, uh, what's the word? Where you like imagine where you like chop off your boobs. <laughs> like that. A fantasy? <laughs> yeah, like a fantasy where I was like, I was like, what if? Like in high school, I was like, what if I had no boobs and <laughs> and and at that point the pieces were not clicking i was just like boobs suck because bras suck and i don't like it they were like gabby has gender dysphoria blah 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 and my big concern i like emailed the guy that was writing it and i was like hey um are <laughs> Are they going to, like, say no because I'm super feminine? Are they going to say no because I'm not on testosterone? Are they going to say no because I don't go by he, him? And that was, like, my huge concern where I was, like, they're just going to be, like, eh, and kind of just be, like, no. Because I, I don't know, I was under the impression that you have to be on testosterone. That you have to be, like, kind of living as a guy, if you want top surgery. That was my general assertion of it, where I was just like, man, they're going to be like, no, you wear dresses? (laughs) No. Um, He was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Like, you'll be fine. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, six weeks later, after, like, a lot of crying, to Bonnie being like, they didn't approve it, they didn't approve it. I called them up and I was like, hey, it's been um like seven weeks. Can you check on that for me? And they were like, oh yeah, it was approved like last week. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, <laughs> because, because I'd been calling the um, secretary at my surgeon and I was like is it approved and they were like just just wait just wait it'll be here just wait and then finally like I got to call them and be like it's approved it's approved approved." (laughs) what was so great for me was um I was actually in this top surgery group called like non-binary top surgery and my friend from college posted in it and was like, hey, I'm new here looking for, like, surgeons in Chicago. And I was like, hey, fancy seeing you here, like, seeing that. 
And immediately after that, we messaged like every single day. I we go to we went to the same surgeon. They picked me up from my surgery. That was like Aww. how close we were. Because I was like, they were like my saving grace because they were like the only person who truly knew what I was like feeling in my brain. Where I was like, I was like, if I get my boobs removed, will I still be feminine? Will I like what? It, you know, all these like worries and concerns. They were the only person where I could be like, you get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that was like so magical to have a friend that also was going through it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then they actually, <laughs> they saw my surgeon after I did, but they got approved before me. Oh. So I was like, a little <laughs> Like, a tiny bit. I was like, oh, okay. And then they had their surgery before me. But I was, I was like, actually, that's really good. Because then yeah. I got to quiz them and be like, so what's it like? How are you feeling? <laughs> and be like, is the bruising bad? What are drains like? Like, all this mm-hmm. stuff. So it was like, it was actually a blessing in disguise because I was like, oh, you go first. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to say it to be discouraging, but it has been difficult. Because <laughs> I got my surgery December 3rd, 2019. In case I need to say that. You mean 20? 2000? Yeah. Yeah, 2020! <laughs> 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 so oh, it's been no. exactly a month. Oh, no. Yeah, so it's only been, this is my fifth week of healing. So I definitely, like, for a couple weeks, my brain was just like, this is a mistake. You've done the wrong thing. You you look bad. You look like a boy. Everyone's kind of think you look like a boy. And I was like, and I really had to, like, Bonnie had to, like, sit me down and be like, this is post-op depression. <laughs> Like, you wanted this. (laughs) Which, you know, didn't immediately, like, break me out of it. I wasn't like, Mm -hmm. oh. You know? (laughs) Um, There are still, like, on and off days where I'm like, you look bad. Like, and it's, it was difficult. Because I've tried to explain this before. But um, before I, like, explicitly said my want of this, I was able to, like, fly under the radar and kind of be, like, you know, I look like a girl. And so I was able to just fly under the radar and be, like, everyone else. But then as when I, like, stated my want, it felt like I was um, othering myself. Mm. And sometimes I really don't like that. <laughs> yeah, you you <laughs> stopped being a gender spy. Yeah, essentially, yeah. It, like, I don't know if I'm explaining this correctly. No, I totally get it. You're not, um, you can no longer, like, shed the identity at will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, you still can, of course, but, like, it just doesn't feel that way. Yeah, and now, and now I've 
I've completed it, where it's like all of my friends on the internet now know. So it's like I didn't mean to be that <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> I was like very scared to post the GoFundMe because I was like, I don't know. Everyone's gonna know. They're they're gonna know. And so it was like to be vulnerable to essentially like kind of out yourself. And you're still healing. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, like it's still in in, pro- in process. In progress. Yeah. In process. I, I think a big part of post-op depression is that you can't take care of yourself. Yeah. Like, helpless. You are a weak Mm -hmm. little bug. That really affects you. And also, you can't reap the reward. Because you are wrapped up, you are, like, have drains in you, like... So it's like, you can't, you can't reap the reward, so it's like, it's like, uh, why did I do this? God, I'm uncomfortable. I'm in pain. This sucks. And so, yeah. like, I think as I heal more, I'll be able to, like, dress how I want and, like, see people crossing fingers, maybe in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I know, ambitious. Um <laughs> I have to ask the question I ask all my friends who get top surgery, which is, did you keep your nipples? No. <laughs> we have another one for the no, n- team no nips. Team no it, it, like, they just I'm glad you asked lot. that question, Rain. <laughs> you were like, I was just like, like, that's waiting. what I wanted to ask. Now yeah. it's, I think it, I think it's like a bonus fun part of top surgery. The decision? Yeah, I don't, there, I, I can't, I can't think of any any legitimate equivalent, but to me it's like, I don't know, like shaving a cool basketball number in your undercut. But it's just like, do you want nip- <laughs> like nipples? No nipples? Cool like- basketball number. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, it's like how this, I don't know. It's yeah, like the- your little personalized spin on your, on your top surgery. Uh, yeah. Can I, I, can I say something about it real quick? This is like a little bit of a digression, but there are two hairdressers in Ann Arbor they're both non-binary one is named Darby one is named Shelby (laughs) all of like the people I know who are non-binary like get their hair cut at Darby or Shelby I see Shelby (laughs) Shelby got top surgery uh and I was talking to them about it and I just I remember asking them like you gonna keep your nipples and they were like of course I am I gotta keep my nip naps and like that's just I always think of that gotta keep my nipple renos not that anyone has to keep their nip naps yeah personally I I went to my surgeon and and she was like doing the little measurements and being like this is what we can do blah 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 and she was like do you want nipples and I was like uh no and she was like (laughs) And she was like, well, that makes my job easier. And I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, you don't have to, like, no mess, no fuss. So It's yeah. the do you want fries with that of being trans? Like, oh, I, it's just oh so. Oh, my God. Sorry. I, what? You have a, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? I just have, like, I have, like, so many top surgery anecdotes. 
because uh, my roommate also got top surgery my roommate EJ and I remember like they initially were gonna get nipples and then they changed their mind and I saw there was like this receipt on our kitchen table that was like $500 refund no nipples like under <laughs> like what where's my money no nipples oh my god I almost just fucking died on my coffee yeah is it wait so it's two fifty per nip. I guess so. Wow. Most. <gasps> most yeah. um, Sorry, you just like I just realized that I can get top surgery and keep one nipple. If you want, you haven't, you haven't been thinking about that this whole time. No, that's so cool. <laughs> wait, it's gonna be wait. Okay, a piercing in which ear is the gay one? If you leave which nipple, it means <laughs> it means you're gay. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Are, th- are they gay gay or are they I left nipple I got top surgery, gay? but I kept the straight nipple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It was supposed to be the left on your side. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just like have one real nipple and one fake nipple. Like that's... What is... A- that and then you play cool. a game where you're like, hey, date. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm becoming more sphinx-like. <laughs> Which nipple is the real nipple? <laughs> Solve my the nipple riddle in your if mind. you want a kid. Well, thank you two so much for joining us and for getting a microphone specifically just to talk with us. Yeah, I meant to get it for a while, so I just figured it out was a good time. Bonnie wants to nope. stream. Just just specifically, just yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you online, Bonnie? Uh, yeah, my handle on Twitter is DestroyerBonnie. And I think that my uh, handle on Instagram is Prime underscore Slime. Um, I might be changing my handles on both accounts soon for reasons. But yeah, you could just look me up by... I think Bonnie Bonnie Guerra uh, is usually what I go by. Um, so that's how you can find me if I decide to change my handle. Gabby, where can our friends find you online? Um, I have a... Or do you not want to be found? No. <laughs> I, I like being popular. Um, <laughs> Weird. But... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have like 52,000 followers on Twitter, so, you know... <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Uh, you can find me at Technicolor Poodle on both Twitter and Instagram. And then there's like link trees on both of those because I draw sometimes <laughs> very sparingly. <laughs> uh, but I also make stuff. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. Thank you both so much for joining us. Um, it's been wonderful talking with you. It is. Yep. It has yeah. been cool to see you guys again. I'm really excited for the next comics festival that we will all be at. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, hopefully Maybe I'm gonna get more Korean hot wings if you guys still eat meat. I do, yeah, and do. I'll just like straight up make them. If you're in Chicago, I'll just like I've like done a lot. I, I this pandemic, I've been cooking a lot, um, and I've gotten really good at cooking. And I did make those wings at home. So if you would like, I will treat you. Oh my god! And I'm That's also in- I love I love treating people. So yeah, just come over. I cannot wait. I'm I'm going to be there as soon as this cats? shit is over. Yeah. I want to meet that cat. <laughs> <laughs> she'll she'll sit on your lap and never leave. 
Mm, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> the dream. Just what I wanted. Yeah, the exact relationship I've always been looking for, actually. Excellent. Um, cool. Well, what should we do now, Rain? Should we sign off? Should we sign off? Uh, yeah. We need to just, um, we should, you know, I, what I realized the other day after we've been, I've been doing this for like two years, um, is that we could just record the intro and outro once just really good and not have to do it every time. <laughs> no, I think doing it every time is better, honestly. <laughs> I really do. Okay. All right. Fair it's not long. Like, if it was a long ass intro, then yeah, but it's short. It is short. Yeah. It is short. Well, thank you for listening. Um, you can find me online at small, small witch or uh, on Etsy dot com slash shop slash rainclar if you want to buy some gay stickers for yourself they're really uh, good casey there's good good <laughs> stickers i need some of them them are you selling those them they there's uh like the red on the black uh, yep red, okay cool red yes on, red i have i got i've restocked all of my gay stickers recently good i'm gonna get some i'm gonna send some to you cool well i'm casey Noack. you can find me um on the internet at ignat's Hatterack and my patreon which um is hopping these days with all sorts of great content is um patreon.com slash casey noack um yeah that's for the most beautiful comics that you've ever seen they're so beautiful they're so good they're so good they're so good (laughs) i'm very good at what i do you are Mm -hmm. so are you oh thanks wow look at us just being good at what we do Mm mm-hmm well, on that note, that's all they themed. That's we'll see you next time. All they themed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, farewell. Bye. Oh, bye.